Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour. You know what? Where's Hawk at? Listener discretion advised. Welcome back to the Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour. I am Electro, and that is Bono. What's going on? What's cracking, people? Yeah. Last time we played a little tribute to the man, the myth, Jake Gyllenhaal, but now if there's an actor that is like the Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour actor, it is, of course, the one and the only Ethan Hawke. Absolutely. And it's been a while since we've played tribute to him. Mm-hmm. He is a part of our theme song. If you hear the theme song and <laughs> Oz says, where's Hawk at? That's what we're talking That's about. That's what we're talking about, Ethan Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> we were expecting him at the bar, so he was yeah. like, where's Hawk at? Yeah. Didn't show up. It's just a common question that we ask ourselves day to day. Where, Where is, is he? Hawk at? What is he doing? Yeah. Is he okay? The work is quality. We know that. Mm-hmm. But what's he up to? <laughs> what's he doing now? Today. And Hawk's busy right now. Yeah, he is. Hawk's busy. He's got a couple of fucking hitters that have been in the movie theater right now. Um, uh, he was in that Moon Knight show. I didn't watch it, but. I still need to watch it. But good well. to know. Yep. No, he got into that Marvel fucking cheese, you yep. know? Got a little of that Disney fucking mouse cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Cashed in. Yeah, Disney broke him off a piece. He's like, okay. he's like, fuck it, I'll work for the devil. <laughs> it's Why what not? they're doing. Why not? Look at Belle now, huh? Right, Belle. It's okay, though. Hawk talk, and then we got a Belle tale coming. <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> yeah, so... Hawk's kind of fucking coming back, and not that he ever fucking no, left, like like time. Nick Cage. In yeah, exactly. Movie. Hawk's never gone anywhere. He's been doing quality work for years, mm-hmm. but he was in two very different kinds of movies. One uh, successful horror movie that's coming up, low budget, real good word of mouth. People are really liking this movie, and then he was in another movie, The Northman. That a lot of people that like movies know about. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know about the director and, you know, are excited to just watch that movie because of that director, but not necessarily a big commercial appeal that people are going to be right trying to go watch this shit. Right. But we're going to get into that in a second. Let's just start off with The Black Phone. This is the most recent movie. It just came out a couple of weeks ago. Long overdue, too. Yeah, this is supposed to be out in February. Correct. Right in time, Valentine's Day, you know, nothing sets off love. <laughs> Child abduction. Yeah. You know? um, uh, 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. A little, little low, a little low. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty good. 83% Rotten Tomato. Now we're talking. And uh, 89% audience score. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. You know what this movie reminded me of? Mm. And I know it reminded you of it, too. Okay, let's see. Dazed and Confused, right? Yes, 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 yes. It was uh, like Dazed and Confused, but with child murder. <laughs> yeah, well, look. It, picture both movies going off at the same time. These guys are graduating while exactly. this is over here getting... The, the boys are back in town. Hell yeah. 
you know? Little thin, lazy in the back. Yeah. Like, some of the exact same songs that were in mm-hmm. days. There was, like, I feel like there was direct references to that movie. Right. Paying a little tribute to the fucking greatest high school movie of all fucking time. Mm-hmm. My opinion, super bad, close second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right there next to it. <laughs> yeah. But it's the ultimate fucking high school jam fucking sesh and just glorified fucking 70s movie. The fucking soundtrack is killer. Yep. The fucking... Uh, this movie looks yeah. like an old movie, yep. too. It's not none of this fucking clean High bullshit. Def, yeah. yeah. It looks, Full treated rooms. Yeah, it looks like if, if, like if Richard Linklater, who directed Days and Confused, like, just decided to be like, let's make this movie a little sick. <laughs> what if these yeah. fucking kids start dying? Yeah. <laughs> What if somebody fucking kills Affleck in this <laughs> <Yeah>. thing? <laughs> exactly. And we got Ethan Hawke in there. He's not. No, he's, he's not. short but sweet in this movie. Used sparingly, but in a very effective, like yes. cool fucking way. Yeah. You don't even see his face for more than nothing. A few seconds in this movie. Yeah, he's in, the, in the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you see it in the trailer. Yeah, but. He does a lot with very little, and then and he's wearing a mask for the most right. of the movie, which is already letting you know the caliber of actor you got here. Where it's just like, I don't care if you can't see my face. You're, I'm gonna fucking show it with my voice, right? With my body language, with the eyes. Mm-hmm. Menace. He's a menace. Yeah, creepy. <laughs> creepy. Exactly what I picture when I think of a 1970 child rapist. Murder. Murder. I don't know. He, we don't know if he rapes him. No. I mean, most. It most, doesn't seem like he does. Right. Like, those kids would be like, hey, the ghost kids. Spoilers. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the ghost kids would be like, watch out for when those pants come off. Well, you know, you know it's kind of one of those things where it's trippy, too, because of a lot. I, I blame podcasts as well. <laughs> True crime, right? You listen to that. There's some horrific ass people. Most of, like, child abductions. Include, you know, sexual assault to some level, if not most, because because of those crazy ones, you can figure out a crime 40 years later with some old cum. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they do all the fucking time. So, well, I don't think we need to take that here. I feel like this, <laughs> I feel like this movie is just setting a good old-fashioned child murder. Nobody, <laughs> nobody is raping these kids. Okay. It's just good old-fashioned <laughs> just child murder. Okay, child okay. murder. Well, tame it I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gotta do nothing with him. I'm gonna break this kid, trick him, kill him. Okay, easy. Simple as that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that is it. I'm not even touching my dick during this. Okay, okay, okay. I hope so. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. I don't need that. Okay. I don't need that. <laughs> Just kill them. Just kill these kids. <laughs> we watched a different movie. <laughs> a very different movie. I don't know. In in this movie, does he at any point make it seem like he's sexually attracted to him? I don't think so. Not not in a, like a way for him to be like, oh, I'm into fucking kids. It's more of like his own thing because his his body language slash mannerisms were a little you know feminine, little dangling, little playful. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not to say, I mean they, they were theatrical there we go yeah okay yeah like 
You're like, right. Like he's doing a play or right, something. Right, right, right. But you know, they're into that character fucking <laughs> shit. He's in his element, exactly. bro. He's lost in his art, his craft. <laughs> You're right. Child murder. <laughs> <laughs> it's artistic at this point. Fuck yeah. you. And most of these it's guys. Art piece. Most of these guys do feel that way. Most of those narcissistic fucking child murderers are like, yeah, I'm far superior as an individual artist. You know, <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. So, but you know what? His name is the Grabber. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <Yeah. laughs> See, I'm telling you, you, might as well call him the Diddler. The Diddler. Yeah. The infamous Diddler. He's coming back. Diddling lives <laughs> in, right into therapy. <laughs> so yeah, Ethan Hawke starts as, a, as the grabber. This kid, Mason Thames, mm-hmm. starts as Finney. And this girl, Madeline McGraw, crushed Gwen. It. That girl crushed it. I, th- I mean, when we talked about this movie a while back, when we saw the trailer, and we were both excited, I was like, I'm excited, but I'm just... I'm always weary of movies that rely on the performances of children mm-hmm. that are like, they're going to drive the movie. Right. You can deal with a bad child performance if it's a minute or two. They're not really in it that much. Right. I'm talking about, I'm talking about like training day, that little fucking kid in training day, you know? Oh, right, right, right. Terrible. Yeah. It's not the movie. Terrible. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's only in the movie for like it's okay. a minute. Yeah. We let it go. You got Mendes right next to him. Yeah. It's okay. She's naked. Yeah. <laughs> you excuse it in in the right, right, small right. performances whatever you kids can suck but if they're driving a movie i just watched well, i started watching the obi-wan show i don't know if you've tried to do that i haven't i haven't gone deep in disney yeah i need well, to do it again take it up with a mouse okay <laughs> don't leave me out <laughs> but the first episode relies heavily on this little girl's performance as princess leia and she is bad dude she is bad and it takes me out of the fucking show oh no it takes me out of it and it's like a they give her a lot to do you know and it's just like fuck this little girl cannot you needed this little girl from this movie yeah okay in that fucking role right you need to if you're a little girl little boy whatever child's gonna have a big role in the movie you need a fucking good actor and there is good children actors out there. Mm-hmm. And these two were fucking fantastic. Obviously, the standout here is, is the little girl, Madeline McGraw. Mm-hmm. She's fucking terrific. What has she done, dude? I don't Anything know. Anything else other than this? Because you fucking... And you know what? Funny you mentioned that to not thinking about it. On, I know it's not a little girl, but the fucking Jurassic clone girl. Mm-hmm. Like her accent in that movie, how she was carrying herself and just being her. It really threw me off. Like, I did not enjoy those scenes because I just felt like, I don't know, the accent was a little thin or it wasn't executed properly or delivered properly. You know what I mean? Right. So I kind of, that kind of threw me off in that, in that sense. But looking at these actors and then the son or the the boy actor, I'm not sure you might need to check, but I believe it's the kid from the show I watched for, for All Mankind on Apple TV. Okay. And I had watched that. And I was like, okay, well, that's good. His character in that show isn't too deep, but it is there, and and the fucker's good. Ooh, okay, I'm going to hit you with something. Okay, let's Okay, see. so this little girl, uh, she's an American sniper, I guess. 
Uh, American Sniper. I guess she was a voice in Cars Three. I don't know. I've never seen that. How old is this fucking broad? <laughs> she's a fucking child, man. Uh, she was born in two thousand eight. Okay. So how old is that? <laughs> <laughs> Time for electromath. How old is that? I don't know. Eighteen. Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> 22. <laughs> um, I don't know how that makes it. <laughs> Damn. We need to cut some of this. <laughs> uh, 2000, so 2000, she's like 14 or something, right? 14. 2008? No. So 2000. No? Yeah. <laughs> it's 14. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 2018, four, yeah. 14. I think she's 14. I might be wrong. That's electro math. <laughs> she was a voice in, in Cars 3. She was in Ant-Man and the Wasp, apparently. But here's the kicker. Here's What's where up? you're going to lose it. Huh. She's the voice of Bonnie in Toy Story 4. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well. So they got her. They were like, you know what? Get Bonnie. <laughs> We're making a movie about child murder. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, but so she, on screen, this is like her first work. Then no, other uh, than she's been in a, Sniper. Uh, I don't remember a fucking. She's been in shows and stuff. Okay. Let's see where this kid's from. Mason Thames. Uh, yeah, he's in For All Mankind. Okay, yeah. Well, he hasn't been in a lot at all. Mm. He's been in For All Mankind. And yeah, <laughs> in like two shows. Mm. Hmm. But he's good. I liked him. Obviously, out of the two, he 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 was not the standout. No, but but he was. It was not a bad performance at all. And like, legit, he does a good job of you being like, can this little kid like right escape? Like you want him to get out of there, man. Right. Like, if it was an annoying little fucking kid, I couldn't be like, kill this kid. (laughs) Grab this kid, goddammit. Stop playing games with him, Ethan. (laughs) But great, great performances. I'll tell you what was. So, this this movie is not really scary. No. It's, I guess it's a horror film because there is some ghosts. Yeah, spoilers. There's a little paranormal, but this movie's just deeply disturbing just because of it's about killing kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not only about killing kids, but kids being abused. The most disturbing yeah, child abuse, yeah. The most disturbing scene in this movie that like hurt me was the part where the where, girl's getting where the girl's mm-hmm. getting hit with the belt dude i was like oh fuck like this is hard dude like and that's where you know the fucking greatness ethan is like tie me to this now i need (laughs) to get the message out with this shit yeah because it's it's also especially now having a kid bro like i don't know I don't, I don't want to hit my children. I don't want to do that. And to see this girl. But I will. But yeah. I will. It's going to happen. I'm going to give it my best shot. We're going to figure it out. No, but just, you know, some people, and again, with that fucking Sword and Scale fucking podcast, some people just grow up in shit environments. And then, you know, they typically become the fucking murderers. 
but this kid, you know, is not doing anything wrong. So it, it takes you to another level too, where you're, he's kind of a dweeby nerdy kid, anyways, mm-hmm. and he gets taken. And you're just already like, okay, it was a shit situation at home anyways, but now he's put into an even more shit situation. Well, I really like this movie because it also kind of captures childhood really well. Like being picked on at school or feeling like you don't have a lot of friends or whatever. Maybe you only got one friend. Mm -hmm. Like the loneliness or whatever of, of being a kid and, you know. Not that we went anything like what this character is going through, but, like, I don't know. It just the way it was filmed, uh, how it comes across with, like, kids, I felt it was, like, pretty good. Like, how kids act in school, just, like, the whole vibe and shit of right. how, how cruel kids can be to one another and how cruel adults can be to kids. This is, like, a real good kid movie about, mm. like... Basically, how how traumatized it is to be a child, and how how they're affected without even like I don't know. He's not even probably gonna know about. He's gonna deal with these effects of what happened to him as a kid, as a grown man. Be like, oh fuck, like that was crazy. You don't think about it when you're a child, right? And then it'll hit you when you're thirty, right? right. Exactly, <laughs> something. Exactly, and that's <laughs> typically what goes down with these with these abused children. That become murderers or, you know, develop some form of mental fucking shit, man. Because it's fucked up. Again, you know, we've known a couple people who, you know, live in houses like that or exposed to that type of shit for multiple mm-hmm. reasons. But um, just the way it's so... It's really on the nose. Like, they're not being careful about it either. They're just saying, hey, this motherfucker, as easy as this, could pull up in a fucking truck... Even in your small town, because it's like a small town vibe too. Yeah. They'll roll up and no one's going to see shit or no one's going to care enough. And it's kind of like the tell of the times too. Yeah. Or during that time, the 70s, you know, early 70s, late 60s, there was a lot of that child abduction and all this type of shit. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of child abduction even, now. Even now, yeah. I'm yeah. sure. I have no idea. We're not looking at statistics right. or anything. But it's got to be harder to now because everything's technology. Recorded. Yeah, technology. technology. Um, uh, yeah, just the way fucking police can respond to shit. They fucking see your vehicle there. They're going to find you, dude. Right. Um, uh, back then, it's like, no dude, help. you get into somebody's fucking car, fucking sayonara, man. And then how... Even us that we grew up in the nine, we were children in the nineties. The amount of like freedom we had then to just be, we were pretty fucking easy targets to get kidnapped. Luckily, nobody really ever tried to kidnap us, but it wouldn't have been hard. <laughs> no, not at all. And even yeah, even still nowadays, where you see all these, I mean, a lot of kids on the streets. But yeah, you're, everyone has a phone. Like, most of these murders, attacks, and that type of shit, they get solved 40 years later, mm-hmm. you know, by, again, yeah, some old cum or blood or whatever. Old cum. <laughs> I don't like it when you say that. <laughs> and that's how they get caught. <laughs> shit happens, man, and, and people had to go to, it's part of that road, man, and it's really unfortunate. But this movie really, like, projects that fucking well. And they play it off as a horror movie. That's the thing. It's like it's too it's too savage that we got to make it you know almost fantasy. Yeah, and I just really like like the 
arc that the character goes through of the little boy because they set him up as like a coward. Yeah. And I mean, I don't mean it like as harsh as that no. word sounds. <laughs> like, no, he's a kid. He's a scared kid, man. He's a kid. He gets bullied at school. People won't fuck him up. And he kind of he has this Mexican kid. Yeah. He's got his fucking back, you yeah. know? That's right. He's got his back. And the, and the Mexican kid can fight. Okay. All oh, right, right, right. And the Mexican kid should probably go to jail for yeah. <laughs> for one of these beatings. Yeah, some of the there's a brute. There's some brutal child on child violence yeah. in this movie too. Yeah, just all over the place with this movie. It's dope. <laughs> Children are gonna get it in every fucking way. Here, trip out. Yeah. Parents, school, fucking murder. Yeah. So the the kid he's 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 shown as like this like kind of like coward he's not a coward but he's afraid to stand up for himself like he wants to stand up for himself he sees like the injustice of like you know what's going on and and he like like when he sees his his sister being beaten by his dad like you can see that he wants to do something about it but like he knows he can't yeah and it's similar in school. Like, he's getting bullied. You could kind of see that maybe he wants to do something about it, but he's scared to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a cool little arc to that, like, they set him up as a, as a person who's afraid to act, even though he feels like he should act. He's afraid to act, and he doesn't believe in himself. And it's him against a fucking child <laughs> murderer. And it's... Yeah. You know, a grown ass man. Yeah, and I just love kind of like the journey that this kid goes through to gain, <laughs> to gain like the confidence to fucking kill. Spoilers <laughs> to kill a fucking child killer is right. fucking awesome. Right. <laughs> it is pretty dope. Uh, and yeah, but I mean, it does. He does get the help from a bunch of dead kids, right? <laughs> but so Ethan's been at it for a while. You know, enough for these kids to lay They're down a whole, <laughs> <laughs> lay out a whole plan, like yeah. an eight-step plan. <laughs> yeah, like, this is how far this one got, is how far this one yeah. got. And then they said the, the little Mexican kid, this little tough guy, like, he gets fucking killed by the grabber. If anybody was going to survive, yeah. the fucking grabber was going to so, be the Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fighting Mexican, of course. Nope. Negative. <laughs> when the hawk gets its talons, into there's no your escaping. Skin, there's no escaping. No, Mm-mm. thrashing will only make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing it to yourself. Yeah, so that beak's coming. That beak's coming. I haven't even struck you yet. <laughs> I'm getting you into the van. <laughs> but I really love uh, Ethan Hawke's performance in it. Just how much, like how how well he can make it seem like so creepy just wearing that mask mm-hmm. like and then it like cha- the mask like changes sometimes he'll be wearing just like the eye section right sometimes he'll just be wearing the smile and then when he's sad or mad he wears like this sad fucking mm-hmm. mask mm-hmm. he's creepy in the he movie there's this great shot too i think it's when he's wearing the sad face and he's kind of in the dark, and you can't really see him. And he's just being a creepy little mm-hmm. fuck, man. I'm just mm-hmm. like, damn. Damn, Hawk. Yeah. Dark. Dark place. Dark place for but, an individual. 
And I love, like, there's that scene, too, where he was like, I was going to let you go, dude. Like, I was going to, like, I liked you, dude. You betrayed me and shit. He's like, I was going to let you go. You're like, today. But you fucked up now. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> no, I think, you know, he wasn't going to do that. He's just trying to scare him. He was trying to. Just, of course, he wasn't gonna yeah. let him go, but just just that he that he's even saying yeah. that to him, it's just like just cruel. making it worse. Really cruel. <laughs> it's a different level there, Hawk. Yeah, and then he just like that scene where he's just sitting there in the chair, falling asleep. That's just a good old tension, yeah. bro. He sets a good trap. That's a perfect way to do it, right? Because he leaves the door open. And um, obviously the the one ghost kid who got his ass beat to death is like, don't go. <laughs> don't do that. Trust me. And he's like, hold on, bro. You know, and he it kind of plays it to where a kid is just going to react and not give a fuck. You know, he's listening to a ghost and he still opens the door and comes up. You're like, oh, my God, this kid isn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. But if you really think about it, if you're a fucking kid trapped in the fucking door and it's mistakenly left open you're gonna want to get the fuck out of there but what's waiting for you at the top hawk without a fucking shirt (laughs) and the belt that he's gonna beat you to death with not bad i'm just gonna say he looked good he didn't look bad yeah yeah. (laughs) in comparison to the northman i mean he looked pretty good in northman just saying (laughs) he was there without a shirt and that's true you know what I mean? Just in, like, a Just put thong. it all out there. Man. Put it out there. <laughs> put it out there. If you want it? If you want it, take it. If not, send it right back. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, I basically liked everything about this movie because th- there's also the two cops. They're on the fucking case. The His little sister, she's also kind of like a sidekick, and that's why her dad beats the shit out of her. Right. <laughs> and she does, like, like you know... I guess she she has dreams that will sometimes come true, or they're giving her clues as to as to where he is. She they basically find her because of clairvoyance, right? <laughs> but there's a really funny part because she's like pr- she prays and she like hides it from her dad and mm-hmm. stuff, and then she keeps praying, and then when it's not working, there's that part where she's like, Jesus, is like. What the fuck? <laughs> like, like, I'm fucking trying. Like, why right. would you even let this shit happen? Like, right, you're right, fucking right. sick, man. Yeah. <laughs> Some sick fetish. <laughs> Enough. Yeah, you're right. And so this is from the director of Sinister, which there is several... There's a lot in this movie that reminds me of Sinister. Not only is Hawking, of mm-hmm. course, but when they show a bunch of, like, old film yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It looks exactly like fucking Sinister. Right. And there's dead kids in it. Yeah. It's almost a fucking rehash. It's Sinister redone, it's okay. remixed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. The remix, you know. Mm-hmm. Call uh, Lil John. I don't know who was doing the remix. Who <laughs> <laughs> need to hit him up right Is now? Lil John still, <laughs> <she's> still <laughs> remixing? <laughs> <laughs> What happened to little John? Yeah, he's still doing it. Is he? Yeah. Of course he is. What is he still at it? What's the last little John song? 
uh, I don't think it's songs. I think it's just more producing, exactly. like remixing. You know, does, he, does yeah. he throw a yeah, yeah, yeah in, in these yeah. or what? Absolutely, he does okay. every time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> that son of a bitch got famous from saying yeah and okay. And what? <laughs> oh, and what? <laughs> Uh, yeah, this movie could use it a little bit. I really liked it. Um, but they have the sinister, the sinister connections, child murder. Fucking Hawk also has this long hair in it. I like his long hair, dude. And I don't know. It, it makes him seem like really... I don't know, feminine kind of, but his murder scene is uh, is legit. I like that. The the kid finally uses all the fucking, all the other dead tricks. Little boy and girl was it girls? Was it girl? I think there was one girl. Mm. Yeah, didn't discriminate. Respect. It might have been all boys. <laughs> now that I think about it. Interesting. Maybe. Interesting. Maybe. Hmm. I need to rewatch it, but yeah, his performance is top tier, and it's not just because we love Ethan Hawke. No, he, <laughs> it was fucking good. And again, watching The Northman, you know, these two are relevant right now. Mm-hmm. And in that one, right, he's playing the uh, Celtic king, uh, Nordic, whatever Mufasa, if mm-hmm, you will. basically. <laughs> uh, and he has a fucking awesome hair. Yeah. It looks super good. Like King's hair. King's hair. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool to see him in that movie. Basically acting his ass off, mm-hmm. too. And he's only... I mean, if you've seen the trailers for The Northmen, you know his fate. Right. <laughs> but he's great in what he is. And he has an awesome fucking death scene where he basically, yeah. cause his brother kills him. Yeah. The scar of the film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looks like him too. Just dark, <laughs> dark, <hair>. dark and <laughs> slender. Yeah. Where was Zazu? Where was Timon and Pumbaa? Mm-hmm. Zazu got his beak fucking cut <laughs> off. You feel me? That was a side Oh, is that Zazu? No, no Zazu. No, he'd be on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> he got murdered in the pillage. <laughs> they boil the bird. Yeah. <laughs> talking about Mr. We were talking about making Mr. Bean jokes earlier. <laughs> Legend. We forgot about Zazu. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, fucking... Black Phone's really good. Highly recommend it. It's still in the theater now. It's doing really good, actually, for for what it's worth. You want to guess the budget on the Black Phone? Black Phone, let's go 20. 20, modest. It's uh, it's not verified, but it is estimated 16 to 18 million budget. Okay. And it's doing pretty good in the box office. You want to guess what it has made so far? Mm. Don't don't get fucking crazy. I would say ten. It's made ten million. Yeah, more. Yes, it's made more. like a lot more. It's made more than that in the U.S. alone. Okay, so fucking twenty-five more. Wow. Okay, forty more. More than that, a hundred? No fucking way. No, it hasn't reached a hundred. Okay, seventy. No, so in the in the U.S. and Canada, it's at 
54 and a half. Okay. Worldwide, it's at 82. How successful was Sinister? Mm. Was it that good that everyone saw that movie? I don't know. Let's try to find out. Sinister. Because not only... It just recently got dethroned. Whoa. From, um, uh, do you want to guess the budget on Sinister? Uh, 50. 50! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck <man. laughs> yep. Price of Ethan, 50 no. mil. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> the budget of Sinister <laughs> is $3 million. <laughs> It was a $15 million performance. <laughs> Absolutely. How much did it make? It's pretty good. U.S. and Canada, 48. Okay. And worldwide, 82. It's so far at what this movie made. And at a, even even though 16 to 18 million, it's not a big budget. Mm-hmm. Three million is way smaller than that even. True. And it made just as much. The black phone is still in theaters now and will likely continue to make money, mm-hmm. especially it's getting a good word of mouth. Summertime. Too, um, uh, I don't know how the movie theater experience was for you. Did you go see it in a packed room? Um, No, we caught a later show. We just decided yeah, to go there later. Was no, there was really no one in Not there. Not really. We watched this. I don't know if it was opening night, but it was opening weekend. Mm-hmm. And it packed. As a matter of fact, it was one of those movie experiences. Like, the dude next to me was annoying the fuck out of me. Oh, uh, yeah, see. That's also why we, not only because we have kids, too, but it's like, it's summertime. Everyone's at the fucking movies, even yeah. if they're not. You know what I mean? It's the thing to fucking do. These summer movies are, they work for a reason. All right, yeah. kids, be careful leaving your houses with this movie's time. Uh, yeah. So, um... I kind of want to avoid that at all costs. So I was like, I oh, will go to the later yeah. show. Yeah, and then we went to a somewhat later. I think I went on a Sunday, mm. like at 8 or 9, and it was packed. And dude next to me was annoying. Like, he kept hitting me with his elbow, dude. I was like, dude, like, respect the fucking space. Right. I even gave him the arm bar. I was like, take it. <laughs> to having the armrest arm bar. <laughs> I gave him. Tapped him out right there, bro. Yeah. And I was leaning. I just, I was just like leaning into like my girl and stuff. I was like, whatever. You keep that. Right. But he still was like invading my space. And also eating popcorn like the loudest. <laughs> Violently. Yeah. yeah. Like he was just being super loud. And I was like, fuck, I hate I hate this. It was upsetting me. Mm. And then there was kids next on the uh, on the other side, Ugh. but they weren't like super annoying. As a matter of fact, I was kind of. They're probably terrified. Yeah, I, really kind of <laughs> I was like, "Who fucked up and brought you to the movie?" Yeah, about child someone murder. loves Ethan Hawke. <laughs> <laughs> they brought their children. Big Hawk fan. <laughs> exactly. Fuck. Well, you know, sometimes you got to go through that shit. It's not like I haven't been there through that. And it's always fun, especially if it's... There's nothing wrong with a good, loud person. When someone's really funny about it, it's a, <laughs> it's, it's a good time. But when people are just being annoying... Yeah. Like, especially during, like, a high-tension scene. And you see it with, like, these horror movies all the time where these kids are legitimately scared. And they're like, ah! Mm-hmm. They make the scare before the scare to kind of alleviate it. 
and the, the people laugh. You hear the nervous chuckles, and it's kind of like, well, there's like maybe two jump scares in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's there's no jump scares in it. No, but then they hit you with what? Right. And I remember the kids were like, ah! <laughs> like, oh my god, you know, it's like that's right, bitches. Uh-huh. And this is actually a decent movie to watch. Like, if you're gonna watch a scary movie as a kid, this movie's not that scary. And you get a message from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's actually not a bad movie to watch. It's like a uh-huh. good kind of introduction into horror movie. If you're like 12 or 13 and you're starting to get into horror, perfect movie to like transition. It's dark. Yeah. Children are dying. <laughs> <laughs> Children are dead. <laughs> Children are dying on this one, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like terrifying or anything. It's just the the content is what is. Look, man, I'm telling you, we have the official rating here at the Electron Bono <laughs> Studio, and it's child death in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we had how many it- children died in this thing? Is it even worth my time? <laughs> Two? <laughs> Whatever. Wow. Well, no, we had an eight count. All right. There's eight children dead here. Ethan Hawke is not fucking around. He knows. these kids up. He knows. Hey, I want to put numbers up. This is how I do it. Uh, percentage of a shot you think this gets a sequel? A sequel, huh? Mm. It's, it's being pretty successful. To, to consider that when it went up, uh, Against like Top Gun. Top Gun was already out for a while, but it was staying at the top of the box office. Right. Then Jurassic World came out. Right, right, right. It's like hanging in there. Whoa, cool. Like it's not doing bad business for it to be competing against these blockbusters. What about Lightyear? That's all right now. Flopped. No. It was a flopper. (gasps) Let me see. Wow. (laughs) No one gave a shit about Lightyear, dude. Interesting. Let's find out. Light year. Ooh, 5.3 out of 10. Oh, not good. Not. Uh-uh. not good. We'll wait for the Woody movie. You know, <laughs> Tom Hanks will. They better fucking put Tom Hanks in it. Yeah, of course they will. Okay. Let's see how much it costs. Whoa. what's going on wait that can't be true i don't believe this what hundo (laughs) we got a hundo i better this better not be true (laughs) (laughs) this is a cg movie it shouldn't cost this much um according to, (laughs) to to google here it says the the budget of Lightyear is 200 million dollars whoa I don't know. I don't know. If I believe <laughs> that's so fucking fuck? crazy. Whoa. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, you want to guess how much it's made so far? It's been out for what, like three weeks or yeah, something? Month. Two hundred million dollar budget. Uh huh. Guess forty five fifty. No, it's made more. More? Okay, well that's not too terrifying. Uh, Seventy two hundred million. Uh, yeah, but you know it'd be bad if they only made like a quarter. So like yeah, like seventy five, seventy five million. That's made more. A hundred? Yeah. So worldwide, it has it's almost reaching two hundred. Well, that's not bad. It's not good for a fucking Pixar fucking Toy Story movie, right? It's 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 bad. It, I, I'm shocked. 
<laughs> like that budget that can't be true <laughs> i don't know man maybe it looks fucking incredible people just aren't watching this new version of uh, people weren't with it they're like that's not even tim allen right fucking felt betrayed it's okay I'm, i'll stick to the toy story ones keep doing those it's weird because buzz lightyear is a toy and apparently like it's about in the world of the Toy Story movies, there is a, a Buzz Lightyear movie. Mm-hmm. And then that's what the toys are made out of. And supposedly this is that movie. movie. Like, that is... What are you doing? Yeah, it's <laughs> too deep. First of all, there was already a, a Buzz Lightyear like movie. And it was called Buzz Lightyear Star Command. <laughs> we used to watch it all Absolutely the time. <laughs> Play fucking part two on N64 and tell me how fast you kill that game. Good, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Straight up. But, yeah, um, but the, wow. I think so... Like it did decent, it's doing decent business like against these movies, Lightyear, fucking mm-hmm. Jurassic World, or whatever. It's staying up there, and to be making close to it'll probably make a, at least a hundred million, and that's a big success compared to fucking you know its budget of sixteen to eighteen million, right? And I like I don't know about you, but I like I said it was a packed show when I watched it. When I left the movie theater, people were just talking about it. So I feel like this is a movie that people are talking about and being like, dude, have you seen that fucking movie? Yeah, like, yeah. And even that. it's going to be a moderate success in the movie theater. And then when this thing hits um, uh, streaming, like it'll probably make way more money than it'll sure. be way more accessible and shit. Yeah. Uh, I do think that there's a pretty good chance that they're going to make a sequel because it's pretty successful. Hmm. So I would say there's a decent chance. And they leave so many questions about the grab. They they don't tell you nothing about it, which is one of the cool things about the movie. Right, right, right. They give them no motivation or no... You don't know why he's doing this right, or anything. Right, right. So that's probably something that they'll explore in a, in a sequel. And... If they make a sequel that's a prequel, you know it's not going to end with him getting caught. It's going to end with some tragic child murder. Okay, that's where you bring me back in. <laughs> if that's your end game, which uh, does, if you go fucking back and see exactly, yeah, let's see all those deaths and or he didn't die. I don't know. No, he probably died. Or maybe he was a scrawny ass kid. Who knows? Man, just, probably, <laughs> just knocked him out. He got arrested, maybe right? Because they're going to the house after. But, yeah, I would love to see if that's the case. Go ahead and do that. You know, I wouldn't give a fuck about following his character, like his day-to-life type thing. Like, if he's just some weirdy... You don't want to be in the van with him? The van is cool, but, like, him doing other shit like grocery shopping (laughs) yeah some shit like that some fucking why would you think that they would be covering his life i don't know because they would try to be like you mean there's no rice krispies where's the manager (laughs) no (laughs) because you know a lot of it's trippy too because of a lot of these child murderers and shit on these podcasts and you follow it the way through like some of these dudes get off super easy bro 
like it's all a psychological thing too so that's like another level where they're like hey psychologically this fucker didn't get help it was the early whatever where mental health wasn't uh, you know and give a fuck about it where now it's practiced like every fucking day you know what i mean Mm -hmm. a child murderer can just say he's psychotic and prove it somehow because of medicine or some nonsense we're back then and give a fuck. You're like, hey, figure it out, dude. You're sad. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> he ends up killing eight kids. You know what I mean? Shit like that. So if they would take it that deep to give you like a perspective of each character level, mm-hmm. maybe it'd be like super extreme. Yeah. If if they want you to give a fuck about his character like that. Mm-hmm. But if not, I'm super down with him just murdering. And this movie was written, is based on a short story by Joe Hill. I don't know if you know who Joe Hill is, but Mm-mm. that's uh, Stephen King's son. Okay. Which, just if you think about the type of movie it is, it's so fucking Stephen King. It's like it or something. Mm-hmm. It's fucking kids against a, de- a dude in a devil mask, a literal devil. <laughs> right, right. Child murder. And the director of this movie was Scott Derrickson, which he directed Sinister, which we talked about. Uh, the Exorcism of Emily Rose, not a bad movie. Um, uh, he directed the first Doctor Strange movie, actually. Okay. And he was going to direct the new one, but he backed out. He said for creative differences or whatever. And he made this movie instead. We got a Sam Raimi Doctor Strange movie, and we got this fucking movie. Everybody fucking wins. We all win. We win. Yeah. Yeah. Predator versus Alien. Whoever wins, we lose. (laughs) (laughs) We need that poster. We need that poster in here. Like, straight up. Framed and everything. That'd be fucking (laughs) great. (laughs) Signed by the director. Yeah. Paul W.S. Anderson. (laughs) Fuck yeah, we yeah. do. Anyway, that's how we're gonna end it on that, <laughs> <laughs> on that, on that quote from the Alien versus Predator. Yeah, and if we, if you don't know, just quick Google search that <laughs> and save that image and put it as your back, yeah, background for your phone. Anyway, go watch the Black Phone. It's a good old fucking time. Good movie, and I, it's gonna be better if you go see it in the movie theater. It's still playing by the time this episode comes out. <laughs> we're new movie. Too late. Stream it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, full recommendations. Um, uh, Hawk is back, baby. We're we're gladly over here paying tribute, getting the word out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll hopefully we'll talk about the Northmen sometime soon because that movie was a fucking that was awesome beast of a film. Fuck and yeah. I want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But until next time, thank you for tuning in and listen to some of the other uh, episodes on the network. Support the Salad Bites Media. Productions. We got the Salinas Underground podcast out there, and the Nakama boys doing the Lord's work. And the Nakama boys are actually trying to get in in. here, so we need to get out of here because they're they're talking anime and they're not fucking around. They need to they need to get the news out. They need to get the word out. Mm -hmm. We're gonna punch out. So till next time. Later. Sayonara, Sammy. Electro and Bono Movie Power.